0: we are on episode two episode two all righty first one in the books on to number two yeah how has the uh, feedback been for you so far so good awesome with our millions of followers <laughs> uh, i've been i've been getting uh, an abundance of messages abundance wow <laughs> This is, uh, is going to be a good one. If we're already starting with the word abundance, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I've got some pretty good feedback. Most of it saying that the sound was exquisite. I'll uh, take my credit. <laughs> please. That's all you. And uh, yeah, you did, you did quite well. I listened to it back a few times and the sound was crisp. Thank Weird you. hearing our voices though. Oh man, that's hard to get over. Yeah. That's hard to get over. Will it ever go away? Uh, Probably not. Probably not. Okay. I got some, uh, I got some hate. I got some haters out there. All right. Yeah. Push back with my two for one pizza being the goat pizza chain in Toronto. I don't. Blame them Oh man <laughs> you're all I had luck in this world <laughs> No pizza for you <laughs> um, yeah I mean maybe we could do a whole thing on the best pizza joints in the city. Oh man that aren't chain related.
1: yeah that's, yeah. that's fair yeah. Uh, yeah if we're gonna do this like we should do it for we should pizza we should do like segments of
0: pizza veal and doing it right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty yeah I think that's something we could uh, we could plan for future episodes for sure yeah uh, how was your how was your week since we last spoke? Week. Week was long. I'm broken today. Absolutely broken. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, yeah, We shoveled the heck out of the city no. this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, backbreaking to say the least. Oh, I, I could say a few other things that aren't uh, podcast friendly about how I <laughs> feel today, but I think backbreaking is a good place to leave it with the snow. We, we got dumped on pretty hard
1: uh yeah we absolutely did yeah uh, i met uh, all my neighbors <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way to meet people yeah. <laughs> yeah no no it was uh it was good we have uh we have a little back parking lot it was it's nice to actually see the people yeah you know it was shovel in hand <laughs> yeah
0: well i do i mean on a lighter note did you eat anywhere good Uh, yes,
1: I did. Okay. Yes, I did. Let's get into that. I have, I have an announcement. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Episode two, (laughs) Joey's making (laughs) (laughs) making announcements.
1: Jesus. Talk about free reign. Listen, I have, I have the spot. Okay. Okay. This is the spot and it's in your hood. Ooh. Uh, it's St. Clair and Oakwood. Very much in my hood. It, this place had one of the best sandwiches. Wow. Uh, I think I've ever had. Oh. And that's a big statement. Yeah. What's it called? It is called... And they've only been open for four months. Jesus. Okay, so here's the deal. They're called Sandwichito. I love the name. Sold. Uh, they are, and they're not, so this is the thing about them, is they're basically, there's no sit down spot for mm. them. It's a single guy. Mm. Shout out Sebastian. You are a killer. Sebastian. Sebastian. Super Seb. Uh, do yourselves a favor, go on Instagram, mm. search Sandwichito and just watch his videos and you'll start you'll you you won't there's they're they're as good as they the the taste is as good as they look okay heavy drool factor i'm hearing heavy drool factor. i tried not to say drool again (laughs) because i did in the first podcast did you yeah but i do drool a lot when i (laughs) when i see good sandwiches so i'm gonna say
0: and what style of is it like deli is it yeah
1: so there so he's it's it's basically a a chilean sandwich Mm. well it's it's like chilean flavors mixed with a deli sandwich Ooh, fusion Uh, yeah it's like a fusion thing and uh it, it is it's yeah incredible I, definitely going there this week
0: uh okay d- like yeah, done. yeah uh, I, like, legit <laughs> <laughs> like podcast over we're going there this week <laughs> and is it uh are they like regular hours is it like some so
1: yeah that's actually good good to mention that because i tried to eat there like three or four times mm-hmm. and i couldn't so what happened uh the first time is, so they're only open from wednesdays to saturdays okay the other thing is he sells out i could see that so you know the one time i thought i was gonna make it Sold out of sandwiches. God. I had to yeah. wait for the next week for to come through. So. The
0: city does not have a good, it does not have enough good deli places, like for a proper deli sandwich. So yeah, like I said, it's it's a hybrid. Yeah. So I don't want to say it's the deli sandwich. No, fair,
1: fair. But yeah. uh, but keep that in mind. And on, like I said, if go to sandwichito on his Instagram,
0: watch those stories, mm. and you'll see what I'm talking about. Amazing. I'm uh, well now that we're on the topic of food again, I don't know how we always find ourselves here. <laughs> I went. I was pleasantly surprised as well. I went to this place. I think it's a Mexican swear word. And apologies if it is, is. <laughs> Añejo. Does that sound naughty? I Añejo. Yeah, it does. I feel like i just, you know, if I did something wrong and I had a Mexican mother, she'd be like, Añejo. Yeah,
1: for the slippers. <laughs> it might not mean that at
0: all. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised. We went to Añejo at the old uh, beer market location on King Street. Right. Uh, King in Portland, I believe. They have over 180 flavors of tequila. All right. We tried two, and I called it quits. <laughs> it was great. It was just like, I'm not what I used to be in terms of drinking. Um Añejo, really good guac, really good salsa. All right, they made it at our table, tableside. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. So we went there; it was quite enjoyable. All right. Yeah. Shout out to Añejo. Yeah. Um. I also attended because I do work; I don't just eat. If you can believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I attended the Land Pro conference this week. You ever
1: heard of it? Yeah. Uh. On, for, on yeah, only through me. Yeah, through your yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: they've been around for a while. COVID kind of uh, put them set them back a bit. Um. Shout out to Zeifman's, the accounting firm that we work with. They, uh, they had me there as one of their guests, and uh, the main highlight for me was Benjamin Tal. He's a CIBC economist, and he is a fantastic presenter mm-hmm. of economic information. He's funny. He's engaging. He makes it interesting. Uh, yeah, he's he's inspiration for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so he put on a really good talk about where he sees the market going, more from the economic side and the finance side. And one thing he said that was really interesting to me was um, that the Bank of Canada is not only battling economic conditions, they're also battling, (laughs) drumroll, social media. And he wasn't saying that as a joke. It was quite an interesting point that he brought up that the Bank of Canada also has to now battle all the millions. What does the rock say? The millions and millions (laughs) of opinions on Twitter. I don't know why it is accent like that at the end, but on Twitter, <laughs> and and I, you know, I thought about it for a second. Like, damn, he's right, which inspired today's topic. Yeah, the worst places to get real estate advice <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, so let's get into that. Um, yeah. So should we start off with with the number one? I'm gonna call it the number one. Yeah, it's definitely number one in my books. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't always like this. I used to like this platform. Right. yeah if you haven't guessed it by now we're talking about Twitter yeah love hate relationship with that thing you, you've recently joined it yeah so I didn't do Twitter for the longest time mm.
1: uh, no particular reason I just never did yeah. uh, and recently since we've been talking I decided to download it take yeah. a look and take a peek inside the curtain mm-hmm. uh,
0: and you're not wrong I've warned you your <laughs> mental health is going to be compromised if you if you go on to this thing and like it's 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 not fun anymore I'm entertained
1: that I'll give it I'm entertained, and I find myself scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Oh yeah, yeah. It. I mean, that's what it's a social media platform. This is what it's meant to
0: do. The death scroll.
1: Yeah, doom scrolling. It's doom scrolling. You never end. Yeah, and and my God, there's if you want to like
0: if you want to watch everybody fight about everything all the time, that's your that's (laughs) Twitter's your (laughs) your app. (laughs) Let that be its tagline. Look, I'm I'm an OG Twitter guy. I've been on it since 2009. It used to be fun, right? I really enjoyed it in the beginning. Um, shout outs to users like Matthew Slotsky and BuzzBuzz Home, Roy Bandari from Talk Condo, Andrew Lafleur, who's not on it anymore. Mm-hmm. And he was quite successful from it. Met some great clients, met some co- cool people in the city. Um, but it was different back then. And I'll tell you what changed with Twitter. It used to be a chronologically ordered platform. And what I mean by that is right. the more you tweeted, the more you showed up. It was based on chronological order that changed. And it's now based on the algorithm the a word yeah. <laughs> and it has ruined the experience to the nth degree it has become such a negative place where the more sensational you are yep. the further your message gets shared
1: yeah which uh i mean that's the that's the trend but it's it's and that's exactly what it did yeah uh, that's exactly what it did. It, it uh, and that's why I was scrolling and scrolling because you're you're entertained by just nothing but just arguments and yeah. how bad everything is and how where are we going with this this awful doom and gloom? Yeah, yeah. I
0: think you use the perfect word off air for it—the echo chamber. Yeah, because all it does is just reverberate the stance and opinion you have. It just keeps showing you the one side that you tend to be more engaged with,
1: right? And 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 it suggests on that, right? So yeah.
0: you, you'll follow
1: somebody, you'll you'll you know you'll be entertained in the fact that you know we're all going to die, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll it'll suggest the next guy that's also saying the same thing, yeah. or he or with him he'll he'll you know retweet somebody that he also agrees with as of the same camp, and in the in the, exactly, and then you'll start finding yourself in this loop yeah. of oh yeah, this is, this is.
0: I mean, look at these experts. Yeah, Look at all these people talking about how terrible this is. Right. I'm not, I, I can't touch this. And like, I miss the old days where the only place you can get bad advice was from your family or friends who lived in a basement or, <laughs> you know, the the uncle at that summer party who had a little bit too much to drink. Like now Twitter has a platform of trolls, of anonymous people, of, uh, you know, users who truly get joy out of just sharing the worst of the worst. Yeah, yeah. And so if you're a buyer seller, On face value, Twitter sounds like a good place to start yeah, because it's a big pool of various opinions and professionals who can share what they see out there. Yeah. But the motivation has changed. It's no longer just tweet a lot to show up on the chronological order. It's, you know, tweet wild, tweet sensational stuff to get it shared further. Yeah. And that's not genuine. Like that's not giving a good um, opinion of where things are at. Yeah, uh, absolutely.
1: You can find, uh, you can find yourself getting lost in that. And like, I think um, something that I want to, I guess, mention Mm -hmm. is that it's got, okay, so I'll I'll play devil's advocate for a quick sec. Um, What's, the thing I liked about it in the last little while of me scrolling through it is mm-hmm. that it'll some people will give you these real life examples of stuff that's happening and yep. they're mind you they're usually bad stories right <laughs> uh, so be cautious of that but uh, it can open your eyes to some risk that are that is happening right that's a very good point uh, so it, it is cool to, to kind of get a little peek into specific deals and specific um, situations that are happening let's say for instance within a shifting market yeah where nothing's it's not just going up yeah uh, so it gives you a little bit of insight and that world which is nice
0: yeah don't get lost in it yeah but it's nice that's uh, on that vein i think the good thing about twitter is you do get a decent i'll say decent um idea of what's happening in the ground on the ground floor right right you can see what's happening in the trenches what's happening in the market there are users who are still sharing that and i think there's benefit for being on twitter for that yes just tread carefully
1: that's that's it and um something to be said about the algorithm itself is if you're if you're finding yourself and you're finding your feed is Mm -hmm. showing you all this terrible things and uh, or, or on the other side, I, I think the, the main thing to do is find people and find, uh, find feeds that are against what you are now starting to kind of believe. Yeah. Uh, count, like do it actively. Look so, on the other side of the fence. Yes. Yeah. And you need to do that so that the algorithm tries to, tries to show you both. And at least mm. you get the full scope of both, uh, of both of these things.
0: I think I'm going to take your advice on that. I think that's what I've been doing wrong all these years. I mean, the algorithm has gotten so convoluted that now it shows you tweets from people you don't even follow. Right. So we've lost a little bit of that control of monitoring what we can and can't see. But I think that's a really good point. You know, always see both sides, whether you're a bear or a bull. What, what would be between a bear and a bull? A raccoon? <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but you have a bear, you have a bull, maybe a zebra. Black and white. Black and white. That's it. Okay. Be the zebra. Joey the swan, Mark the shark, you be the zebra. Um, find that neutral thing in the middle where you get both sides of the story because yep. that helps you have a little bit of power against the algorithm where you're not just purely shown one side of, this, of the story. Yeah. I like that. Wow. That was good. Sightful insightful joe that's that's my other insightful joe (laughs) jesus the intros are going to be long (laughs) running through all of our nicknames here um all right that's that's probably a good segue so the problem with twitter is the algorithm yeah number two what i got on the list is forums yeah forums are a big place where people go to seek insight and information yeah but the problem i have with that is it doesn't necessarily have professionals answering those questions on it no they're they're
1: they are fuel, it fuels the con- so this is something that i've noticed so mm. let's say reddit for instance yeah uh gigantic forum mm-hmm. uh if you start digging into some things you'll you'll see something that will trigger some type of emotion out of you mm-hmm. then you'll start reading the comments to see well what do other people think about this right and then you start realizing that the comments are just as bad as the post itself
0: yeah <laughs> it's amateur hour on uh, on reddit that's what it on is On the forums i mean they're all not just reddit call them out but yeah yeah all it, of them are it, that's exactly it yeah. and it's full of people with just uh that are just have heavy opinions yeah uh that aren't necessarily skin in the game yeah right they're just it's purely like this is my theory on your question and i'm gonna have 50 other trolls to back up that opinion that yeah and vote it up and this is going to be you know our fun little project of the weekend right <laughs> um so if you yeah definitely if you're seeking advice like the forums do offer a good base but be careful right and always think about like who's the people distilling this advice to me what and that's what i do when actually whenever i pick up a book especially like these self-help books right i always say to myself but like what have you done who who is it yeah who, who wrote you? it yeah, yeah yeah like did you get rich off writing the book or are, do you have a better life out of writing the book or like did you live the good life and now you're distilling that insight to us yes and i think that same type of ideology should be used on these forums like ask who you're talking to yeah. right like see if they have i mean you can have a profile on these forums so you can see but then maybe do a little bit of googling of who's giving this opinion and mm-hmm. what's their not necessarily agenda but like what's their motivation
1: yeah yeah and uh, yeah and it and it goes i mean they they all these two things kind of touch on each other which right. is uh as much as twitter has algorithm reddit has i guess they their ups or fair yeah 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 vote ups yeah, yeah they're vote ups right and it's and it's usually um you know who it it, it kind of always strives from whoever says the most wild thing wild thing yeah. gets voted up because yeah. that's the most interesting and that's the
0: extremists will vote the extreme side up as much as possible yeah it's just supporting their team's stance yeah and like it's that old adage if it bleeds it leads so the more sensational the more share it's going to get yeah we're, we're people who love drama yeah i i have a netflix account i love drama <laughs> what are we watching emily in paris you, did you are you watching that? I, no no it makes no sense to me <laughs> shout out to the wife she wants to watch it i'm I'm a good husband i'm watching it with her and you know what as, as much as i criticize it i'm there to, for the drama <laughs> i digress though back to the topic at hand um so then let's maybe talk about like the third yeah place where you should really be careful trying to get advice or real estate in and that's a combination of the first and the second that's i don't do we call them media websites glorified blogs yeah okay yeah glorified blogs yeah Yeah. you know what i'm getting at here yeah (laughs) the the, the website i've really got a problem with sounds like slob (laughs) to try to try to you know read between the lines of what i'm getting at here yeah And I find websites of that nature. Well, I mean, a blog to you is what I'm referring to, and Narcity as well, that their whole playbook is really trying to pump salacious headlines to get you to click that link and go and view that article. But then the, you know, the lunch bag letdown is the article doesn't really contain much oomph. No. There's not insight. No, there isn't.
1: Right? There isn't. There, they're usually. It's a lot of words. (laughs) Yeah. But not content. (laughs) And, and it's 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 clickbait. It is like that's just <sighs> the, that's the word to use. They're, yeah. they're, they're, watch the headlines yeah. and don't get lost in just scrolling through it and being like, oh, did you hear about this? Yeah.
0: Because that's just not. It's it's just trying to get you to click on. The thing. Yeah. A good book I read. Uh, Ryan Holiday. He's a Stoic philosopher. He, no, he's not a Stoic philosopher. He writes about Stoic philosophy, <laughs> and he's got this book that's completely separate from all of Stoicism, and it's called um, "Trust Me, I'm Lying." Right. And it's how the main point of these styles of websites and blogs and news outlets is to just get clicks because the clicks translates into revenue from the ads you're watching on their platforms. Right. And so they don't care about accuracy. They don't care about providing you insight. They care about getting you to click. Get Yeah. Get the click. Which is sad. Like really all of this sensationalism is just for ad revenue. <laughs> Matt, maybe we're in the wrong business. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can write some salacious joy, the swan and mark the shark headlines if we, <laughs> if we can generate ads from it. Right. But um, I think that these type of websites is a combination of the first two we said. So they're trying to gain the algorithm and they're written by people who aren't necessarily real estate professionals, which you find in the forums, Yeah, Yeah. right? So, I mean, as tempting and as juicy as they can be to click and read them, always kind of bring yourself back down to base, to ground and just say like, who's writing these articles? What is the intention they're trying to provide or the insight they're trying to provide from this article yes and and most often than not you leave more confused than you were (laughs) when you clicked on the thing in the first place right (laughs) um but you and i have talked quite a bit about there are some really good resources yes there is yeah you could get some great insight yeah so this is i think this is good
1: because we need to bring uh this into like where where should you look yeah uh because yeah there's a lot of places you gotta be cautious of yeah um, and I think trying to find if you're going to be on these sites and you're mm-hmm. going to be looking, well, m- mind you, I'm, I'll talk about more social media. Sites. Sure, sure. Um, if you're going to be looking for people to get information from, make sure that the person you're listening to is speaking a little more on the line of here's the, here's more of the facts. Mm-hmm. Here's what's actually happening. Yeah. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be the bull. I'm not trying to be the bear. Yeah, the I, zebra. I, I'm trying to be the zebra. <laughs> Find the zebras.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you've you followed some great people on Instagram that you've shared with me. You want to? Yeah, give absolutely. A yeah. yeah.
1: So so big shout out to uh, Tom Story and, and Steve Karras. They have they also have a podcast. Yeah, as well. And they're realtors. They're real both realtors. Yeah. yeah, one from Vancouver. Tom Story's from Toronto. Okay. Um, killer information and like they're they're exactly exactly that. They're, they they give you the facts. Yeah. Good or bad. Good or bad. Yep. And they just say, this is what's happening in the market. Nice. Uh, and those are the types of people you want to find. The other person I want to shout out is Emma Pace. Nice. Uh, I found her through the Canadian Real Estate Channel. Okay. Um, she was one of the speakers that she still does. Okay. Uh, she's been doing it for like two years. And great person to find if you're if you're looking for just like the general stats of how the trends have been going. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't say, oh, this is how it's going to go. We're, we're all going to make a million dollars. Yeah. It's, it's very much just, here's what's happening. Let's,
0: I'm curious what's going to happen Very next. Very impartial. Yeah. Yeah. She's on Instagram. Uh, she's on Instagram. She's on YouTube. Yeah. I, all, all platforms. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I guess I, I feel the same about a couple of people on Twitter. As bad as the app is for getting information, there are some people who really try to put out good content. Yeah. Um, shout out John philosophy Realosophy. Uh, that's his brokerage name. Yeah. He's been in the game for a long time. He's an early Twitter user. He's adapted quite well to the changes in Twitter. And I think he does a good job being the zebra and kind of showing both sides of, of the spectrum. yeah, Not really just pushing one thing. Now there's also a really good journalist I follow. Um, she writes for, let me just not guess this wrong. Um, <laughs> Stephanie Hughes. Uh, her Twitter handle is Steph Hughes 95. She's a reporter for the financial post. She puts out videos. She does a great job. It's very she does a good job communicating the message in a very digestible, easy to understand way. She doesn't use crazy high, uh, you know, vocabulary and gets lost in the stats too much. She's, yep. she's really um, a good person on Twitter to provide you kind of the, the full story. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not a lot of reporters that actually like, I find, like even for the major outlets of the stars and the Suns of the world, they do tend to take one side and, and strictly defend it. But Stephanie, I like. She's, she's really... I don't know, I wouldn't say necessarily in between, but does a good job reporting. She's a great journalist. Right. Yeah. Shadow her. Um, but I'm gonna say that there is there is a vast source of really good information. Yeah. And it doesn't get talked about enough. I think because it's not so sexy as the social medias and the Twitters and the very true stuff. Yeah. Newsletters.
1: Yeah, uh, very true. Yeah. yeah. So uh I will
0: say um
1: there is Real estate in general, it's it's very local. Mm. When you see the big headlines, when you see the, any blogger that's or a lot of the bloggers that are writing about the big picture, right? Yeah, this is like the stats that they're using are all encompassing, Canada based. They're Canada based, yeah. or or like
0: yeah, all of GTA, right? But if everybody, the, every single neighborhood is different than the next. Real estate's local, yeah, right. Like and, and it can literally be one block versus another can Be a variation of 10% of values. Yeah. It could be based on the school district or for a variety of reasons. Um, and that's a very good point that real estate is hyper local. Yes. So we subscribe to a few newsletters of people out there. Uh, maybe I'll just give a quick shout out of some people who provide some really good insight. Yep. Uh, on the mortgage broker world, actually, I really like David LaRocque. Uh, he speaks at our office once a month, yes, gives us is. a rundown, yep. and he's got a very detailed newsletter that he puts out every Monday. Yes. Um, so he's really good. Chris Mulder, he's also a mortgage broker. We use. Uh, he puts out I think monthly um, quite good insight and he does it in video. So it's really fun and easy to understand. Um, And then Jason Friesen of Outline Mortgage. They're also very detailed. So the reason why I like newsletters is they can take a little bit more time truly uh, finessing their point and getting their point across clearly. Yeah. They don't need a catchy, flashy headline because you've already subscribed to their feed, to their newsletter. Right. So they don't care to hook you. They're here to provide you. Right. Right. Um, which is probably a good time to plug a little something we've got. (laughs) It's a newsletter. We're talking about newsletters. Yeah. (laughs) We've got one. Yeah. So, um, every month I, I look at the Toronto real estate board stats and numbers and I put it into my super real estate extreme overall spreadsheet. And I really try to look at the trends and communicate it in a simple, easy to understand way. Um, it comes out once a month. Uh, I'm going to get into doing two two newsletters a month. Once will be kind of my take on the where the market's going. And then um, we've got, Sage provides us with real estate stats for over 150 neighborhoods in Toronto. Yeah, And I think that goes back to your point of being hyper-local. It's a really good uh, resource we could provide. Um, so shameless plug, if you want to <laughs> receive my our glorious newsletter that we put out once and soon to be twice a month, it, you can subscribe at TorontoLivings.com or reach out to us on any of our socials. But um, yeah, no, this was good. I think it's it's important to, you know, uh, share the insight of how crazy the world has gone with these platforms and how the messages aren't probably the best place to be getting advice. Entertainment, hundred percent. Sign up for all mall. day long. Yeah. You'll get it. But advice and insight and true, honest opinion. I don't
1: know. It's yeah. It's a gamble. Yeah. And last, uh, last thing I'll just mention in sure. terms of if you're looking for that information is reach out to people. Yeah. Like great advice. like la- the realtors, like, yeah, yeah like, call them. Reach yeah. out to people that are actually on the field, in the field and, and doing it because yeah. they'll give you, they'll give you a perspective themselves. And like, it'll be a lot more true because you'll be able to actually have a develop a relationship
0: there. For sure. Good tip. Um, I met someone at open house and they followed me on Twitter. And they're like, well, we follow you online. We want to see what you're like in person. Mm-hmm. So what better way that you can go check out a bunch of properties? Open house season is now here. <laughs> it's getting busy out there. And uh, it's a great opportunity to kind of maybe fact check or see like, it's one thing to be busy on Twitter. It's another thing to actually be busy in the field. Yep. And anyone can write salacious tweets all day and pump them out. But if you're not selling and you're not buying and you're not actually having these conversations daily, how useful are you yep. on these platforms? So I, I, I don't want us to be cool on Twitter. I want us to be cool in the streets. (laughs) I want us to have cred, (laughs) sandwiches, food, real estate, you know, but you know, we're active. We're constantly out there helping people and that's what gives us, shapes our perspective. Yeah. Um, And maybe I'll just end on this one positive thing that I do think Twitter is really good at. It's about three to four weeks ahead of the trends in the newspapers. So you can really get a sense of the direction things are going by seeing the overall um vibe on Twitter. Yes. Uh, before the news reports on it. Yeah. Uh, so great point. That's y- great you know, point. you could see some really good trends on there versus just purely I mean nobody reads newspapers anymore. <laughs> but um no, Twitter is good to get like an on the field source. Just make sure the people who are tweeting the stuff are actually doing it. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Anything you want to add? Uh no, I think that, that that's covers it. All right. So I'm Mark Savell. I'm a realtor with Toronto Livings. Uh, my name is Joey Virgilio, a realtor with Toronto Living's. We both work for Sage Real Estate. We're on episode number two. Yes, we are. We're <laughs> trying to get to 2000. <laughs> so if you can, like, subscribe. Uh, if you have any show ideas or stuff that we should be covering or talking about, shoot us a message. Yeah. Come to our open houses. <laughs> <laughs> we're friendly. We're nice. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Toronto Living's and the website shares the same name, Livings.com. That's it for now. See you on episode three. See you on episode three. <laughs> <laughs>